Hello again, everyone. This is Carolyn Smith Mormon, LPC, speaking to you from my podcast, Therapeutic Counseling, right here in beautiful, beautiful Dallas, Texas. Today's theme of my podcast is Life Lessons. I got my inspiration when I opened up my email today and I read my newest um, copy of Brain Pickings. This is a web blog created by somebody named Maria Popova, and uh, she created this endeavor about 13 years ago. She interviews authors and poets and artists and reads books, and, and then she turns all this interesting stuff into an inquiry into uh, how to live a decent and rewarding life and on how to become the person you want to become. So she had 13 life lessons in her uh, brain pickings today, but I don't want to share all 13. I just want to share the top five um, that I thought were important to our mental health. Number one, be generous. Um, There's a new study out there that suggests that different types of generosity have different effects on the brain and that one form in particular may reduce stress and anxiety. New research shows that if you help others, this can reduce activity in your amygdala. And the amygdala is that little small almond-shaped piece in your brain that um, it can either fire up and tell you, you got to get out of here, there's a fire, there's something that's going to eat you up and you're in trouble, or it can be calmed down and, and realize that life is a good place. So go be generous. Number two, build pockets of stillness into your life. In Brain Pickings, Maria Popova uh, has researched that some of the ways that you could build pockets of stillness into your life is go for a walk, ride your bike with no particular destination in mind, daydream, draw, paint, allow boredom to deliver the message in your life of what you need to be doing next sleep, take naps, paint, meditate, pray, read religious materials, read inspiring pieces of work. Just remember every day to give yourself, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes of some little pocket of stillness in your busy, noisy life. Number three, when people try to tell you who you are, don't believe them. You know, Whatever people choose to believe about you, it says more about who they are and a whole lot less about who you are. Writer Anne Lamont writes, What if you wake up someday and you're 65 and you were just so strung out on being perfect and full of people-pleasing that you absolutely forgot to live a big, juicy, creative life? So I want to wish you all the bravery it takes to be who you are, not to listen to others, figure it, out, figure it out for yourself, and go live that big, juicy, creative life. Take some chances. Number four in our life lessons. Your presence is far more intricate and rewarding in art than your productivity. I think sometimes in our culture we worship money, business, how much this person owns, how much they're worth, what's their bottom line, what we own, how big is our house, what neighborhood do we live in, what is our car brand. 
this is how we spend our days. And I have to remind myself this lesson all the time. As you listen to my podcast, you're going to hear sort of a reoccurring theme, and probably it's because I'm reminding myself and my listeners that only the bottom line, that if we only pay attention to the bottom line and we really become workaholics, it does very little for your soul and your mental health needs. Worrying is on the rise. Stress is epidemic in our life. You know, it's hard to worry when you're focused only on the present moment. Worry is typically thinking about the future, occasionally the past. But you know what? It's nearly impossible to be anxious and worried when your mind is in the here and now and you are present right where you are. Number five, don't be afraid to be an idealist. You know, when we are kids, when we're little children, we're almost always idealist. We're willing to be friends with anybody. We think the world is a good place. We, we believe in this idea that it's easier to concentrate on lifting others up and not taking them down. Something happens to us along life's highway. There's a quote by George Carlin that I like. He says, scratch any cynic and you will find a disappointed idealist. I hope you won't be an, a disappointed idealist. That you'll allow yourself at least a little while every day to be like that little child that's deep inside of you still. Another quote that I like is by Oscar Wilde. He said, A cynic knows the price of everything, but the value of nothing. Friends, I hope you won't be afraid to look for beauty, to be hopeful, to take risk, to be vulnerable. Somebody in my office said to me the other day that they're busy looking for a new job and that they discovered that they always looked for a lateral move, that they always looked for the job they knew they were right now qualified for in every way. And as soon as they got that job, they were bored in three to six months. I wondered aloud to them, why is it that you don't quite believe that you're smart enough, because they definitely are, to take your current skills and talents and apply them to a job that would challenge you, that has pieces of the job that you may not know every bit of it just yet, but you could certainly learn it. Remaining an idealist, it doesn't have to mean that we're living in some fantasy world where we believe in some utopian society. It might just simply mean have a little faith in yourself and in your abilities and have that same faith in others. Because most of the time, that's really exactly how the world really is. This happens to be on a Sunday today that I'm making this podcast. I don't know what day it will be when you listen to it, but I hope you'll have a little Sunday in your heart when you listen to it. I'm wishing you wonderful mental health and a lovely, lovely day. Thank you for listening.